when you get there to think, do I belong here? What am I doing here? More now. I'm totally out of my own view. But you quickly learn that when you start to have conversations with people, that you've got something in common. I wanted to make sure there's still a bit here, so all the trails still. I like the idea of taking that first I have this idea that the kids these days need to do X, you know, or this uh, one kid in my class can't do Z, and I'm going to make a whole course to make sure it's easy. Uh, whether you're taking just Welcome to EdTrex Rewind. So, uh, here we are, Ingvi Omarsson. Yeah. I said it right, right? Yes. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> All the way from Iceland to Chicago. Yep. For some ISTI adventures. Yep. So, Ingvi, tell us. They are. Yeah, we're, we're at Iceland. Tell us what you do in Iceland. And uh, yes. Uh, so my name is Ingvi Horsen, and I am the chief innovation officer at a school district up north in Iceland, which is it's called Skyafjörður. It's about three hours from Reykjavik, the capital. So it's about a three, three and a half hour drive, depending on who's driving. So, uh, yeah, and I work there with uh, three schools, and uh, yeah, I've been doing that for it's my fourth year now. Like, it just, I think, third, yeah, fourth year just ended uh, now in that position. But before, I was a classroom teacher uh, at, the, at one of the schools uh, before going on to study entrepreneurship and innovation. Did a master's in Sweden at Lund University in Sweden. So, in between. So. Very cool. So what, what did you teach when, when, when you were in the classroom? Was I, there a grade level? or? Uh, so actually I ran the first iPad one-to-one initiative in Iceland back in 2011, 2012. And that was with my yeah, second and third grade. So I taught first, second, and third grade in, in Iceland. Uh, so it was, it was just my one class. that I, I, we, What we do in Iceland is we normally teachers move with the class for a few years, maybe two, three maximum of four years is at least of most schools that I'm aware of uh, instead of students moving from from teacher to teacher every year so kind of more on that those relationships with students and their families so we get to know them a lot better you know over the course of two two to three years rather than just, just one. I think that's a, a cool concept actually yeah. You know, and we we talk a lot about relationships all the time. That is yeah. a really good idea. Yeah. Although I feel like talking to you previously, yeah. just saying you're a chief innovation officer, yeah. uh, undersells the the cool nature of your job, man. Yeah. Um, maybe. So can you can you tell people what that means? What you actually go and do? Because I think talking to you the first time that. Yeah, you know, it made me feel like I was talking to an educational rock star. <laughs> so tell oh, us about he is. Yeah, if you follow Ingvi on Twitter, it's inspiring to follow him on Twitter. The cool stuff that he does. So, so. basically, well, thanks. But uh, well, basically, my first job when I, when I came back into the district uh, for for as in this position, basically my my job was originally to buy technology and teach people how to use it. Like that was basically my job. Like, uh, yeah, we like what you did with the iPads. Now let's buy some more and you teach people how to use it. Like that was basically it. Okay. So first, and yeah, for first couple of years were basically just getting good Wi-Fi to the schools, getting Macs for all the teachers, getting iPads to all the students, getting Chromebooks. And first, well, first of all, it was setting that vision. 
Like, we couldn't, it was be no point to buy. First, we wanted to see, okay, where are we heading? What do we want to do? What are we preparing our students for? Like, that was our first question. Once we had that, we said, all right, now we should buy devices for that kind of environment that we wanted. Like, we want students to be able to create more and collaborate better and communicate and, and be better critical thinkers. Be, you know, give them access to the information and not just books and just all kinds of stuff. We wanted to we wanted to minimize the isolations that teacher have that teachers have. Like although I was working in, in, in a class of with twenty students, for instance, twenty, twenty two students in Iceland, every day I was still isolated because I was the only adult there often or I was, I had maybe someone like teacher assistants and stuff, but it was I needed those conversations. I wasn't having these these professional development conversations. I wasn't having conversations about Twitter or about blogging or about tools that we were using, iPads or anything. So I thought I was, you know, I was, I was so crazy that I was like, I was not having those conversations. Pretty isolated, and that was, you know, almost ran me out of the classroom. I was almost like, yeah, I don't know if it's, I want to do this yeah. because. It was just working alone so much. I was working until midnight most days. Oh wow! It was yeah. It was it was insane. Now I kind of do that, but it's different though. It's it's at home a lot. It's 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 different because I have connections with people like you guys. Like it's it's as soon as I started blogging, like as soon as I started uh, going on Twitter, as soon as I started you know starting. Um, so I started and hosted the Icelandic educational Twitter chat for about three or four years every other week so that was getting so now we have about thousand teachers on Twitter in Iceland which is that's really out of, that's really out of good. like five thousand or seven thousand teachers we have about so that I know of that are in my like that, I, that I've added added to to that group that's incredible so that's that was really cool. good we don't have that type of percentage participation yeah, in no, our local no, chat no. So, so that is so that's 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 very good so we great. did that and we published that and so it was not until then that I really like okay, like we should do something like collaboratively. And when I found out there are other crazy people like in the building and outside the building and all around the world, and I was like, oh well, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can have these conversations. And that was that was a big big deal. What my school did later on, after I quit, when I came back, we were starting this uh, co-teaching thing. So we're while I was in Sweden. We were breaking down the walls between classrooms. So instead of having one classroom isolated with one teacher, we broke down every other wall. Like and physically broke down the walls? Yeah. We, yeah, during the summer. That's great. They were broken down and they put a, like a sliding door sliding that you could. Well, it was, but what we did was we didn't buy the sliding doors for the first four months. The principal said they haven't arrived yet. But they had arrived, we just didn't put them up. Oh, interesting. So people had to collaborate. Because if we would have put them up on day one, they would have just been they closed. They just stay closed all the time. Yeah, so it would, yeah. would force people, all right, so now instead of having two classes of second graders, we're going to have one with two to three teachers. So those conversations, the conversations that we're having now are happening in the classroom. We're always modeling for other teachers. So I come in and I do Flipgrid or whatever I want to do. I'm like, oh, okay, and the other teachers can be like, oh, this is not that hard. You know, I can do this. Okay, we can do this with them. And next time when I'm out, they, so we learn together every day. So 
professional development is not an event at the school. It happens. It's part of the culture day. now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So my job, basically, after we got the technology, back to the, the question was, I felt I was sitting too much. Like, after the first couple of years, when we were getting the technology, once that was in, I felt like I was sitting too much in the office, sending out emails, mm -hmm. replying to emails, saying, oh, I found this cool tool. It's called Footgrid, or it's called Seesaw, or it's called you know, Green Screen by Doing, or Apple Clips just came out, like whatever it was. It was like sending out emails just telling people, oh, you should try this. The, the people that were gonna do it were already doing it anyway, or we're gonna find out within the next month. So it wasn't, right. I, I was like, all right, the other thing that I was doing was getting calls or emails from teachers saying, oh, we're finishing up this unit on Antarctica. Can you come in and do something cool? I was like, <laughs> uh, sure. sure. And I was like, yeah, sure, because I thought that was it. Like, that was like, oh, right, now we're doing something. Right. But it actually, and I was like, okay, we're going to do Google Expeditions. And so I brought in a bunch of phones and VR headsets, and I would like ride in the cart and like, all right, so kids, this is Antarctica. And I would like show them pictures from there and like talk about that, and it would be really cool. And the teacher would really stand to the side mm -hmm. and not be active, not doing anything. And I was like, all right, so it was like a skit. It was like me coming in. It was like a break for them almost, oh, it was right? Like, yeah, like, and they okay. were like, oh, this is really yeah. cool. Thanks for coming in, Ingby. And the kids were like, oh. Ingby's coming in. I have a day off to, to Exactly. Yeah. And the kids were like, yay, Ingby's coming in. When he, oh, it was because they knew they were going to do something fun. And I was like, when I quit, or if I go and do something else, like, who are they going to call? Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, point that culture. one. <laughs> What's that? You're creating, a, that would create an unsustainable culture. It, 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 it was. Yeah. That's what it was doing. So what I decided to do uh, was December of last year, I was, I was like, I want to do something, be with students more. And I always knew that. So I was, I was designing a breakout at EDU. I was designing a breakout for the students who so did a Christmas breakout for all the students in 7th to 10th grade. So I was there for a week in one room. I did a Christmas breakout with with like uh, the lights from Stranger Things on the oh, wall yeah. and Christmas trees and it was like really cool. So I just was in there with, had five students at a time come in. I was like, I, I really should do more. I should do more with students. Like right. I have to be in the classroom more. So I talked to teachers and I said, all right, does anybody want me for a month to teach with them? I'll be an extra teacher for a month. Because basically my job, you said, yeah, my job is pretty cool because I can do whatever I want. Like, yeah. that's, that, that is cool. I don't have a job description, really. They just say, we want you to work at our district, and here's a computer, here's an iPad. Go and, at it. Here's yeah, a budget, go for it. And here's a bunch of time, and, and <laughs> you know. So that was cool, but, but you know, with, with great freedom comes great responsibilities to do something with it. I was like, what can I, what should I do? And I came in and I was like, okay, let's, I'll do it, I'll do it for a month. So what I do now is basically, I'm an extra teacher for a month in each grade, doing what I've been talking about, and not just sending people emails about Flipgrid or Apple Clips, we're actually planning lessons with teachers. And so I'm in a group of two to three people, and you know, just planning lessons and actually teaching with them. So it's really hard to go back once you're, once you've done that for a month. You know? Right, but what you're leaving them yeah. is basically the resources to go and do it again, yeah. right? So yeah. I mean, you've created all that. 
but you know, you think about anything that, that you want to change, yeah. you can't just do it once, right? So you've got to do it multiple times. Yeah. So I think that's so cool. You're in there for that whole month. Yeah. And so it becomes a part of yeah. what they do. Yeah. And you're building capacity in them. Amazing. Yeah. And on your end, this is why I was so impressed with it, is that I feel like there's a lot of people who, especially in ed tech, they have the ed tech, they promote the ed tech, yeah. but they forget about the end user, which is the student, yeah. mm -hmm. and they they miss, they don't have that connection anymore with the classroom that they needed mm -hmm. to really understand how it's being used and how it's yeah. used. Yeah. So with you going back into the classroom and, and playing with the teacher, you're helping the teacher, but also you're maintaining that connection for you to the student, so you can yeah. say, this is working, this isn't working, yeah. and exactly. let's let's keep that, that teaching yeah. knife sharp, basically. Yeah, basically, so, yeah. So I don't do a lot of meetings. I try to stay away from meetings. I put an auto reply on my email saying I only reply to email twice a day at noon and at four. You know, so I stay clear of that. Try not to go into any meetings that, if you don't have to make a decision in the meeting, if there's nothing to fight about, if it's not a conflict, just send me an email or we can or or call me up or whatever. Like we can just decide and you can just send me what you know. If we if we have to decide something, if there's and we just go and talk about that. But I try to stay out of being in meetings all day or doing email all day. So I try to be in the classroom. And that's also, it's an important part of, like people think also that my job can be just, oh, you can be, because I'm divided between three schools really. So I try to, like, mostly it's the bigger school that I'm in, but I try when the other, other, other schools need to, if they, so I've offered this to the other schools as well saying, okay, if you want to do a month with me, I can do that, but it's not going to be, it's going to be like, I'm, I'm going to come in a few times, we're going to do smaller projects, because they have around 100, 120 students, so each grade has about 12 to 14 students, and I I can't be everywhere, really, and right. there's a lot of my time that has to go into professional development as well, a lot right. of my time has to go into reading, and, and, and trying new stuff, it's like, if I was just in the classroom all the time, and didn't have this time to go out and, and try new, new things and go to conferences like this, I'd just be, I'd still be talking about what I was doing in 2012, like yeah, what I learned then in 2011. Yeah, exactly. Like, I need that, okay, we're gonna try this, oh, it failed, we're gonna try this again. I can go into a classroom, so now I have classrooms and I have students, like every day that I can go and say, okay, we're, let's try this, or can we, can we try that? But what's great, when you, when you go and try that with the students here, yeah. you've got that first hand experience yeah. so when you go and teach other teachers whatever yeah. it was you did with that student yeah. you say hey when we did this this is what worked yeah. this is what didn't so you're yeah. kind of really saving them a lot of time yeah. in in doing that you're like I went and I failed for you yeah. you can do it like this yeah. you might still run you yeah. might still fail but plus from uh, the, the ed tech side of it I mean you're you've got the lab right there yeah and but also you're in there working with it so you've got the first time experience like yeah. your teacher yeah. but you have the connections and the, the, the yeah. uh, forethought with the students it's yeah. just a great system man. yeah very so, impressive very cool I love how you set that up I'm gonna switch gears a little bit on yeah. you. but I like to follow what you're doing with all of your Sphero activities okay yeah. now there was there was one recently you did I think they actually I, I can't remember. I might get it wrong. Yeah. Um, and it was, I might have been a while back, but they, they coded it. It actually went to a certain place in the school. Yeah. It wasn't like a short distance type thing. Am I getting that right? Tell uh, us about some of the activities you've done with Sphero. There's a, there's, Sphero sent over a, a film crew just a few, a couple months back in April and to film what we were doing. And I'm actually presenting on it uh, in about a half an hour at, at the Sphero booth. And 
it's it, we we do we try to do a lot of lot of cool stuff and and a lot of what well, Sphero for those that don't know it is like an app enabled robotic ball that you can just code or you can drive or whatever you want to do you can do block coding you can do draw coding or you can do JavaScript so different levels based on what, what kind of students you have and it's really cool for students to see not just code on the screen but actually see something happening like oh I, I did this and it moves like that and they so their failure is very obvious like mm -hmm. it's like it's, it's oh, oh it hit the wall or it went off or it stopped or it didn't do what I was supposed to do and that's like it's not just an error you know, on, the, on the code that you did it's this actual thing that you're coding which I love but I'm not a coder really I'm like I'm, I'm I don't I don't code uh, but when I see Sphero, for instance, I see a lot of possibilities with creativity, with with music, with drawing, with uh, drama, and with all kinds of collaboration and, and stuff, and math in there, and and some coding as well. And like, some project that we did was uh, the one that I'm going to present on. One of them is is we did uh, we had students uh, each have a Sphero. And they had so they had an iPad and a Sphero. They had a green screen backdrop, and they coded scenes from a from a favorite favorite movie that they did or favorite book. So they were coding the characters, and then they put plastic cups on top of the Spheros that fit on there, and they did costumes and stuff for each Sphero. And so, and then they had an iPad filming that with the green screen, so they could put their own backdrop. So they did Harry Potter scenes. They did Little Red Riding Hood. They've done all kinds of and what, what that helps them with, they can either have Siri speak for them, so they oh, can okay. have their iPad speak for them. But what was really cool was when they when they did an Icelandic and they like spoke for the characters. So it was like a, it, it was it was a theatrical performance. You code it and you did the you, you narrated so it all and like collaboration. Like okay, I start here and we start at the same time and then I have a delay of three seconds because you have to get from here to there then you're going to say your thing, I'm going to say my thing, we're going to turn and go back here, the wolves going to enter the picture or whatever, we're going to switch the backdrops and we're like so much that they have to plan and then as they're playing it and watching it all happen and they have to act out what the characters are saying. So they do this whole whole scene, so that was well, and like that's that's one of the things. Also, kids were coding Sphero's to to uh, music, so we were working with rhythm and, and, and beats, and they were working with with in their collaboration and lights and sounds and all that. So the Sphero's would they move and change color, to the yeah, music. synchronized to the music and dance. So that was that's a fun project as well that we were doing, along with just a bunch of other stuff. That's that's. You can see if you go to the booth later. Yeah, oh yeah, well, we're definitely going to come check it yeah. out. And yeah. So, so Mike, I have a question about that because I'm new to Sphero. I'm new, new to coding, okay. um, and I think about the application for like teaching Romeo and Juliet, yes. which would be amazing. Yeah, um, and I love the music idea too. Uh, for a new teacher to that, that has a baseline knowledge of coding, how what's how much time would a teacher need to apply to really be an expert enough to get them go into the classroom? Uh, I would I would say very minimal. I, you don't need to. You need don't need. It's it's blockly coding. It's there's there's you, it's drag and drop basically. Regarding you mentioned Sphero, I, I recommend you talk to Larry Reef. is is an educator in New York, an Apple distinguished educator, and a friend of mine who's coming to Iceland 
hopefully soon. And he's teaching Romeo and Juliet, who's featured on the Apple website. And he, we were talking about this activity that I was doing, and he's going to do Romeo and Juliet. He might have just Bought done in. it recently. There you so go. So he's going to add that in. Uh, and he's, he's, he's amazing, Larry Reef. Uh, I think it's at Mr. Reef, R-E-I-F-F, on, on Twitter. Uh, so there's not a lot. I mean, you just need a Sphero, and you need the Sphero app, which is free. And then it's just basically just you go into operation and then you do drag a roll block and says roll at this speed for these this many seconds time. in that direction. Okay. And then you just draw like drag a speak block or, or if you do it for them or you like light block and it's going to be green or it's going to be red because it's angry or it's going to be like you can you could do all that. And then so it's, it's really simple coding, but there's so much stuff other than coding behind that. Like, yeah. I don't really see the code as, as our goal. I see I see the collaboration, the communication, the grit, trying this, failing, seeing the storyline of plot, what's important, what should be in here, what shouldn't be, and also their voice of like speaking up, speaking for a character, doing voices and doing like how would you speak for this character now? How would you do it there? And I, I, I think I think that's what's important in there. It just totally gets it all flowing on, on yeah. so many levels. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It, it's actually, it's really inspiring to hear like what, what you're doing. I, I like how you basically say, I'm a, I'll come into your classroom, right? right. You, you solve that problem. Um, or all the creative things you do with things like Sphero. Yeah. And yeah. you could probably go for days with all the other stuff you use as well. But where do you go for your inspiration? What inspires you? Other teachers and, and also my students. Like I, like I just love seeing what they, how excited they get when we do something. Like they, love coming into school, love doing these projects, love, and, and talk about them over and over again, and want to, like, so the students inspire me, and also the teachers that I work with, because I've seen transformations in how they, you know, do their job, how fantastic they're at their job, and we give them the right tools. Before, we used to have PC, like, desktops in each classroom, so your workstation as a teacher was in the corner of your classroom. Right. So when students left, you closed the door behind them. Now what we did, one of, one of the jobs that I do also is changing learning spaces for teachers and, and students, for staff and students. So we're trying to build these collaborative learning spaces similar to what we're in now. Mm -hmm. So we get, gave every teacher a MacBook and an iPad. Not because it's cool, but because it's, it's, you, can you can take it anywhere. And we said, your, your workstation is no longer in your classroom. It is out with everyone else. If you have to do something, you can you can have that stage. That's for you if you want to. But we're working in teams. We're right. collaborating. You're planning lessons together. You know, you're never alone in what you're doing. So you have to get. So the teams are very important to put together. You know, people with different skills. So people are good with technology, and people are are not so good yet. And people who are good with this content, and people who aren't yet. You know, and so we're always learning. We're modeling that that learning for students as well, and that collaboration that we want to see. So, well, what a, I think that's a big difference. What a great supportive environment. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the times we hear from teachers is they don't feel supported. Yeah. But what a great way to kind of break down that barrier yeah. and bring it out and give them the opportunity to help support each other yeah. and build that community. What yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Take down the walls. <laughs> Get the workstation out of there. I've learned a lot. Yeah, it's good. So, well, Ingvi, where, where can everybody go to learn more about Ingvi or connect with Ingvi? Uh, 
On Twitter, it's at I-N-G-V-I-O-M-A-R-S-S-O-N, Ingrid Omarson. And then I have a blog that people can probably find just through there. If they go on Twitter, they can see it. It's 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 my Iceland. It, originally, when I started it, it was my Icelandic. It, it's Ingvi and then my middle name, which I normally call by in Iceland, which is H-R-A-N-N-A-R, so IngviHranar.com. And there I blog in Icelandic and English. Uh, most often in Icelandic, because that's, that's the people that I... But I have two Twitter accounts. I also have an Icelandic one and an English one. So to try to try to... Cater reach, to reach, all of your reach, audience. Reach people like you wow. and, and, and then and speak to the people in Iceland. So and you have a podcast as well. I actually have two. Two podcasts. Two, well, <laughs> two of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Making two it of double. everything. Yeah, I mean, because I, I have an Icelandic podcast called Mentavaf, which is every week. And there we do. So, And then I have another podcast, the Innovative Educator Podcast. And basically, the Innovative Educator Podcast is every other week. That's my episodes that are in English. And so I publish every other week on there. And then on the Icelandic one, I publish the English ones every other week, and I add an Icelandic one every other week. So the Icelandic ones every week in Icelandic and then in English. And then the other one, I just publish the, the English ones, the one, ones that are in English. So it's not a, bit, a lot of extra work, but I, I, I like it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a way for me to have... It's, a, it's an excuse to have conversations with educators around the world to say, hey, can we FaceTime and I'll interview you instead of just saying, hey, can I call you and talk to you? It's like, right. <laughs> if you record it, it's, it's, oh, it's legit. You can yeah, do well, that. Maybe we're going to talk anyway, but why not be able to share that conversation right. with other but, people? It's a great strategy. I wouldn't call and say, hey, Kristen, can I call you up and talk to you about why you became, like, I wouldn't, I would want to do that. But you don't do that unless there's a purpose for it. So I, I just put that purpose behind it and say, I'll just do a podcast. And and that's also one of the things that I want my students to do, like do a podcast. So that's something that we're we're working on as well. Oh, I can't so, wait. I can't wait to that. hear how it goes. Yeah, well, you're a, you're a busy guy. You're doing incredible things. So it's, keep it up. I always look forward to the opportunity to connect with you. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah, yeah we're, one, we're one day it'll be on your turf. Right, <laughs> love that. We'll, we'll work on, on doing that. Trek's in Iceland. Yeah, <laughs> Trek's in Iceland. Definitely. Yeah, we'll make that happen. So you got a, a presentation coming up, coming up at Sphero. So we'll we'll let you get to that. Yeah. But thanks for joining us again. Thanks look so forward much, to man. many more adventures of Ingvi. <laughs> thanks for having me. Hey, thanks, thanks man. Thanks, take care.